Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh from the podcast team at Qalam. We wanted to wish you a very blessed Ramadan. This month you can expect daily uploads that will include reflections, khatiras and khutbas all from our new campus Alhamdulillah. If you benefit from this content, please give generously at supportqalam.com. 100% of your donations goes towards the means of providing accessible Islamic knowledge to people around the world. Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Okay. All right. Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalam ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Jazallahumma anna Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ahu ahlu. Um, alhamdulillah, Allah has allowed us to reach the blessed month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. It's a great blessing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to benefit from it as much as possible, inshaAllah. So I'm really excited. Um, so every morning after Fajr, inshaAllah, we're going to be reading from Imam, um, Imam Nawawi's Riyadh al-Saliheen, inshaAllah ta'ala, um, which he compiled as a manual, a guide for someone to stay always in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and always connected to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, and I'm going to start with his first chapter. Um, his first chapter is about the importance of intention. Um, the name of the first chapter, if I could pull it up here, inshallah ta'ala. Yeah, it's not Wi-Fi. It's okay. The first day we'll, we'll work it out, inshallah. We're still live on the other thing. Okay, so beginning with the first chapter, the name of the first chapter, of course, um, before we start any ibadah, before we start any worship, the very first thing that we're going to focus on is our intention. Now, intention, simply put, Imam Ghazali explains, if you really want to just understand intention, it's all about connecting to what the deepest motivation is behind the action. And the concept of ikhlas, which is very rare, ikhlas is when there is only one primary, only one motivation for an action. No, nothing else mixed with it, not a, a tinge of anything else. When the action is purely for the sake of Allah, this is what is called ikhlas. Now, ikhlas is something we talk about a lot, but the thing is, Imam Ghazali says ikhlas is so rare. Ikhlas is so rare that if you get one moment of ikhlas in your entire life, then that's enough, sincerity. One moment of sincerity, one moment of doing an action only for the sake of Allah, if you get just one moment of that in your entire life, that is najat, that's jannah for you. The verses that he's, um, he starts with is that verse I just said. And they were not ordered except that they worship Allah making the religion purely for Him. So what he's trying to say here is that the purpose of all of our ibadah, the purpose of all of our worship is just to get to this point where all we're doing it for is the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The next verse. He always starts the chapters with a few verses of the Qur'an so that we know where the foundation is. And then he goes into the hadith of the Rasul. So here he has one more verse for us. The verse is from Surah Al-Hajj. When we do sacrifice in the Abha, Eid al-Abha, whether we're in Arafah or we're uh, over here back at home, um, the, the, this verse is telling us that God doesn't really care about the external form of your sacrifice, the external form of your ibadah. 
Rather, it's the internal state that God is looking at. So this verse says, The meat from your sacrifice doesn't go to Allah. Now we know that already. That's badihi, that's common sense, we know that. The blood doesn't reach God. The purpose of this verse is to remind us, the thing that God truly looks at is that intention inside and that sincerity, right? And that's what distinguishes us from Sahaba. That's what distinguishes anyone in this ummah. It's that level of ikhlas in whatever the action is. So let's go to the first hadith, inshallah. It's a hadith that many of us have heard before. Inshallah, I'll uh, read. He says, An Amir al Mu'minin Abil Hafs Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an qal. Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an he says, Sami'tu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul. I heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say, Indeed, all actions will be judged based on the intention, the primary motivation. What's the reason behind it? What are you doing what you're doing for? Are you doing it for name? Are you doing it for wealth? Are you doing it for attention? What is it that you're seeking? What are you seeking? What's motivating you? And you realize as you get older, you realize the only true thing you should be seeking out is Allah. Everything else, it goes, man. It leaves. The Imam Muwatta. You know, when Imam Muwatta was writing the Muwatta, right? The Muwatta means a well-trodden path, okay? There were a lot of other people writing Muwatta at that time. He wasn't the only one. And actually, everyone was naming it Muwatta. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wanted their, their book to hit. Like, that was the track that everyone was listening to. That they, they wanted it to be the well-trodden path. So everyone would write a book and they would name it Muwatta with the hope that it was it. So when he was writing his, someone asked him, they said, why are you writing this when other people have already written on, uh, on this topic? And they use the same name. And he said this, this, this statement that has always sat with me. He said, ma kana lillahi baqiya. Ma kana lillah, whatever is done for the sake of Allah, it will remain. It will re remain. And so that's the sign of ikhlas. When you start it with ikhlas, then Allah puts dawam, He keeps it going. So He said, Whatever is for the sake of Allah, it will remain, it will stay there. And so He wrote it until today. Look at us, subhanAllah, right? So, And every person will only get what they intend. What's your intention from this fast today? Is it for the sake of Allah? What is it? فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Beautiful hadith. Whoever's migration, coming to hijrah is a hard thing as we know from Mecca to Medina. فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Whoever's hijrah is only for Allah and the Rasul, فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ Then his migration is for Allah and Rasul. Meaning, if that's what you sat, truly sat out for, set out for, then that's what you'll get. You'll get Allah, you'll get the love of Allah, you'll get the love of the Rasul Sallallahu وَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَةُ إِلَىٰ دُنْيَا يُسِيبُهَا But if your migration is to get some type of dunya, Imam Ghazali explains there's two four major forms of dunya. It's, it's uh, fame and wealth. Fame and wealth. Right? To, be, to want to be in the hearts of people. Right? And so he says, مَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَةُ إِلَىٰ دُنْيَا يُسِيبُهَا Whoever's migration is to get dunya. Now here's the, here's the crazy part that the shura explained. There's nothing wrong with acquiring wealth. There's nothing wrong with earning money. Where, where's the, where's, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. And the next part. 
or whoever's hijrah is to a woman to marry her, right? The reason behind this is Muhajir Umm Qais, right? Muhajir Umm Qais, he was a man who, there was a woman in Medina, and she said, yeah, I'll marry you to a brother in Mecca. I'll marry you, but you got to make hijrah. So, mashallah, my brother, mashallah, radiallahu an, he said, okay, two birds with one stone. That's an easy, that's an easy deal, two for one, a two for Mashallah, I get to do hijrah for the Rasul Sallallahu and I get to get married. Now the crazy part is that nikah is an ibadah too. So you would think that it was a good deal, it's good. But here he came to Medina and the Prophet gave a khutbah. Can you imagine you sitting in the, in the audience and you're like, yeah, I made it to Medina. I'm getting married next week. And the Prophet gives this khutbah. You're like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, I'm done. How did he know everything? So you would think it's a good thing. Marriage is good. Dunya is good, right? In the sense of for a good person, wealth is good. There's so many hadith about that. So what's going on here? Here's what's going on. It's not that those are bad intentions. They're good intentions. What it is is hijrah is such a lofty ibadah that any other form of lower ibadah brings down the quality of that. And so that's what's going on in this hadith. It's about, that's such a high ibadah that you are just bringing down the quality of that, that ibadah by adding on to it marriage and acquisition of wealth. Those things aren't bad in themselves. So that's the, that's the meaning behind this hadith. His hijrah is to whatever he does hijrah to. His hijrah is to whatever he does hijrah to. Let's do one more hadith, inshallah ta'ala. Maybe two. It's Saturday, right? وَعَنْ أُمِّ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ أُمِّ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ عَائِشَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا قَالَتْ قَالَ الرَّسُولُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَغْزُ أَجَّيْشُ الْكَعْبَةَ فَإِذَا كَانُوا بِبَيْضَاءِ مِنَ الْأَضْدِ يُقْصَفُ بِأَوَّلِهِمْ وَآخِرِهِمْ Rasul Sallallahu was prophesizing an army that would attack the Kaaba time towards Qiyamah. Not now, right? Towards Qiyamah. An army will attack the Kaaba. So he's talking about the Malhama, the big events towards the last day and all of this. And then the Prophet ﷺ says that as they're trying to come towards the Kaaba, Allah will cause the ground khasafa. Allah will cause the ground to swallow this entire army up, right? Because of their ill intent. قالت فقلت, but then he said, أولهم وآخرهم, All of them. The first and the last of the army. The entire army. Now, you have to understand, in the army, not everyone in the army is actually fighting. There are people that come along, whether it be to sell and buy stuff to the soldiers, whether it be to help out and tend to the wounds of people. It's very common for people to accompany the armies because you imagine it's 5,000 people. They need food. They need this. They need that. So some people just say, hey, I'll make money by just serving the army on my way. Very common thing. So she asked a very interesting question. She says, قالت, قلت, Ya Rasulullah, كيف يخصف بأولهم وآخرهم وفيهم أسواقهم ومن ليس منهم? She says, wait, how are they all going to be uh, 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 swallowed by the earth when some of them are just aswaq, selling, trading stuff? Uh, and من ليس منهم, they're not really part of this army. Rasul Sallallahu he said, no, here's the deal. He says, 
says, no, all of them will be swallowed by the earth because they're all there together. This, they're all together. They're all in the same company. But then God will resurrect people according to their intentions. So whoever's intention wasn't to attack the Kaaba, he'll be resurrected in that way. So this hadith is basically highlighting two things for me. The company you keep will have a direct impact on you, whether you like it or not. Right? Whoever you roll with and keep company with, they're going to have an a, a impact on you. So watch your company, number one. And number two is, at the end of the day, we'll be resurrected based on what our intentions were. Now, why is that so important? Sometimes you cannot complete what you set out for, but know that God will resurrect you according to what you intended. And that's why they always say, if you want to become a hafid, you want to become a scholar, you want to become whatever it may be, start. Start. Only thing upon you is to start and to stay consistent. After that, leave it back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because if you die in the path, you'll be resurrected in the state that you passed away. So these will be the two hadith we do for today, inshallah. Uh, we'll look at two more or a few more hadith, inshallah, um, in the coming days, inshallah. May Allah give us tawfiq, inshallah. We'll try to keep these to about five minutes, not too long. Um, I know we're all tired and stuff. We're getting used to it. But it'll be a good opportunity for us to increase our knowledge. Imam Nawawi's book is absolutely amazing. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us all, inshallah, and give us ikhlas as the beginning of this beautiful month. Use the moments of it uh, and keep uh, us, your family, the institution, your teachers. Um, keep people in your du'as. Make a lot of du'a during our fast, inshallah. May Allah accept from us. Jazakallah khair. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Nastaghfiru wa atubu ilayk. Subhanarabbika rabbil izzati ya ma yasifun. Wassalamun alaikum wa sallin. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.